pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you The word of the day today is hieroglyphs or hieroglyphic. H-I-E-R-O-G-L-Y-P-H-I-C. Now, a hieroglyphic is a system of writing, much like that of the ancient Egypts, in which pictorial systems or pictorial symbols are used to represent meaning or sounds or a combination of meaning and sounds. A.K.A. hieroglyphs or hieroglyphics are basically just pictures that tell a story or not even just pictures that tell a story but more so pictures that have a conversation pictures that 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 express something the same way a book or an article or even a, a sign on a wall would express something quite simply putting hieroglyphs is a form of communication using symbols in pictures rather than letters in in verbal means so that's hieroglyphs most of us are familiar with hieroglyphs especially like i say ancient egyptian hieroglyphs although egyptians aren't the only ones who use ancient um who use hieroglyphic speaking or hieroglyphic writing for example ancient china had a system of hieroglyphs and all the, not all the time is it referred to as hieroglyphs. It still can be considered hieroglyphs. They actually called it, um, hit, hit, I'm not sure how to say it, Hittite writing, H-I-T-T-I-T-E. That's basically ancient Chinese hieroglyphs. But point is, hieroglyphs has been around for a minute. And it's one of the earliest ways humans actually communicated. Which brings me to this point. We all heard, well, maybe not all of us, but most of us have heard the saying, a picture is worth a thousand words. (laughs) Where do you think that saying came from? Hieroglyphs are an exact prime example. Probably the oldest example of that. A picture is worth a thousand words. Now, listen, all that's to say, visual art, is just as important, just as valuable as verbal art, as auditory art, as performance art. Or quite simply, visual art is just as just as vital to human life as normal communication with just our mouth and our words. You can literally have an entire conversation and derive meaning 
out of that conversation by simply creating a picture or looking at a picture. Now, most of us are artists here, so I'm not really saying anything new. But a lot of us don't really think about it like this. Listen, visual art is trying to tell you something. It doesn't matter what it is that you're looking at. It can be a fucking black piece of paper with a red dot in the middle. It may seem like that's saying nothing at all, but listen, that's a form of communication. The artist who made that that piece of work is trying to tell you something. Now, sure, granted, everyone who looks at that black piece of paper with a red dot in a circle aren't always going to come to the same conclusions. A.K.A. a picture might be worth a thousand words, but the thousand words you get from that picture might be completely different from the thousand words I get from that picture. So who's the right one? Who's getting the correct message? That's a whole different conversation. But the point is, is that there is a message. <laughs> okay? way I see it, all visual arts is hieroglyphs at this point. Because that's, that's all hieroglyphs is. Communication with symbols and pictures. What do you think visual arts is? The same exact thing. So I want to leave you with this. The next time you're taking in visual art, ask yourself, what is this trying to communicate with me? You know, so often in the art community, I hear people say things like, I'll be happy when I become a better portrait illustrator. Or I'll be happy when I get more clients. Or I'll be happy when I learn how to edit photos more spectacularly, how to make them more realistic. I'll be happy when my shadows are stronger or when I can make more bold shadows that look more realistic and etc cetera, etc cetera. I always hear these things that place their happiness and satisfaction in to a little box and this box can only be fulfilled by external means by the outside world aka all I hear is people saying they'll be happy when something happens instead of just being happy you know what I'm saying? Like, people are making happiness and satisfaction determinant upon external means, outside world, you know, circumstances, situations, a.k.a. you're basically saying you're only going to be happy when something outside of you justifies a reason to be happy. And I understand thinking like that. But you understand that when you do that, you're stripping yourself from your own power. You know what I mean? Like, you have the power to make yourself happy or satisfied. But when you say you're only going to be that if something else does that for you, if something else gives you that permission, well, guess what? You've just disempowered yourself. Now, I don't know about you, but for me personally, I hate feeling like I don't have power over myself. So I try as often as possible. And I'm not perfect, so I still slip up. As a matter of fact, I did this a few hours ago today. But I still try 
to regain my power and I don't, you know, dive too deeply into that I'll be happy when mindset. Because I know my happiness isn't determinant upon external means. I know my happiness truly comes from myself and myself only. There's a beautiful saying. Happiness is an inside job. Now, that's a cheeky little saying because inside jobs usually refer to something like conspiracy. You know, like it was an inside job if, you know, let's say a company was about to go bankrupt or whatever and the higher ups in that company, the CEOs and the vice presidents and stuff like that, they were using that money instead of, you know, making the business grow, they were using it for themselves to buy yachts and fancy cars and stuff like that. That's an example of an inside job, right? But when we say happiness is an inside job, we mean it quite literally in the fact that happiness is internal. You understand? It's an inside job in the fact that you have to work on that happiness. You have to work on that mindset, that mind state, that mood. Like, you are the one that's in control. You are the one that's responsible. Not other people, not the outside world, not external events, etc., etc. You are the boss. You understand? So, every time you say, I'll be happy when, etc., etc., you become no longer the boss and the CEO. You become the employee. AKA, you lose your power and control. Over your own self, over your own emotions, over your own mood. That's probably one of the worst things you can do for yourself is take your own power away. You know what I'm saying? So understand that you don't have to do that. You don't have to say things like that. You don't have to think like that. I'll be happy when. No, how about you be happy now? If you really have to say those things, I'll be happy when. How about you flip it and actually make it beneficial to you? How about you say things like, I'll be happy when I understand I'm already happy. I'll be happy when I understand the things that I quote unquote need, I already have. Why don't you say things like, I'll be happy when I stop worrying about the future and focusing on the present. I'll be happy when I realize I am worthy. I am creative. I am powerful. I'll be happy when I understand that although my shadows aren't exactly where I want them to be, you know, my shadows are good enough right now. Or I'll be happy when you know, maybe you say my portraits aren't as good as they should be or as they could be and Technically, I'll be happier when they get there, but I'm happy right now with where they're at. I'm happy with the skills I already have. I'm happy with the experiences I've already gone through. Basically, I'm trying to get you to reframe it and stop looking at it as you'll be happy when something happens. And understand that everything that needed to happen already happened. You, you have enough inside of you to be happy. You have enough inside of you to be satisfied. You already have the things that you need quote-unquote need you already have the things that you desire and sure you may not have everything you desire 
But you have something to be happy about. You have something to be satisfied with. You know what I mean? Sure, maybe you can't draw portraits the way you want to. But the fact is, you can draw portraits. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they're not how you want them to be, but you can fucking do it regardless. Maybe you can't draw the perfect line. But you have the ability to draw a line in the first place. That's enough to be satisfied. Maybe you aren't a, a critically acclaimed artist, or a, well, a well-known artist, a renowned artist. But you're an artist, right? That's enough to be satisfied. You're at least in the starting point. You're at least in the the, the you at least have the potential to get there. You know what I mean? Like even if you haven't gotten there. You have the potential to get there. You have the ability to get there. And that's a reason to be satisfied right there in in and of itself. So stop saying things like, I'll be happy when. And I know you're not actually going to stop. You're human. We do these things. Like I said, I do these things. I just did it not too long ago. That's That's what inspired me to say these things. So I'm not judging you. And I don't really expect you to just stop completely. Now, I really don't expect you to stop overnight. But, you know, all that being said, you know, anyone can say it's easier said than done. But just because it's easier said than done doesn't mean it can't be done. You can reframe the way you look at this. You can reframe your happiness, your satisfaction. You can understand that that is your responsibility. Not external events so this is going to sound pretty crass and cliche kind of but the only way the quickest way to be happy is to simply be happy and like I said that's a little crass that might not get you anywhere but the point is that the best way to understand happiness is to, is to understand that you are in control. You determine whether or not you're happy. Now, sure, you might be influenced by outside events. Your happiness might, might be influenced by things that happen in the world. But at the end of the day, you're in control. Things may come up that cause you to lose your happiness. But you have everything in your... Like, you have the control to change that. For example... Right? Let's just do something real simple. Let's say listening to music makes you happy. Right? Okay. But you will never actually get that happiness if you never turn on the radio. Or if you never uh, click on Spotify or Apple Music. If you never play with music apps or do anything music related. How do you ever expect to get that happiness that music gives you? You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you still have some responsibility. Or even if it's something that's bad, bad to happen, right? I don't know, maybe you get a ticket, a, a speeding ticket or something crazy like that, right? And now you're upset that you have that. Well, one can say it's your fault for getting the speeding ticket in the first place, you know, so it's technically your, your responsibility. But even on a different degree, one can say, all right, now you have the ticket. Now what? You can either sit here and ruminate on the fact that you have a ticket, or you can do whatever it takes to get rid of that ticket. 
or you just completely ignore it altogether and let the ticket pile up. Whatever. Whatever you choose, the point is that your actions after that is directly going to affect the way you feel. And no one controls your actions but you. Which brings me back to the original point. Your happiness, a.k.a. the way you feel, is determined by you and you only. Again, it might be influenced by the outside world and external events, but at the end of the day, your actions, what you do to change your mood, etc., etc., all that is, at the end of the day, determined by you, controlled by you, responsible to only you. Or responsible by only you. You know what I'm saying? Like, point is, you don't have to say things or you don't have to look at things like, I'll be happy when. Okay? The most beautiful time is right now. Most people think the most beautiful time will be in the future. That's why they say, I'll be happy when. No, 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 no. That's all wrong. The most beautiful time to focus on is right now. That's why it's called the present moment aka all of your gifts all of your wants and needs all of your desires all that shit exists right now so focus on the now be happy with the now get satisfied with the now and I know it's easier said than done but it can be done so start valuing what you have start valuing where you're at right now understand that although you may not have everything that you want, although you're not at the destination that you want to be in, that's okay. That's okay. There's still enough to be satisfied about. And if you are satisfied, that's okay too. Don't let anyone tell you that you're wrong for being satisfied. You know, a lot of time we feel like if we get satisfied, there's a problem because we're not striving for growth. And that's a whole different conversation, but, you know, there's some validity to that. There's also some validity to understanding that it's okay to just be satisfied with where you're at right now. It's beautiful to be satisfied with where you're at right now. So understand that. Stop expecting your happiness to come tomorrow. Tomorrow isn't even guaranteed. No one knows if tomorrow is even coming. So if you're placing your happiness in this idea of tomorrow, you're basically just making your happiness an idea. You know what I mean? Like, as tomorrow never may never come, your happiness may never come if you think like that. And that's a dangerous way to think. That's a dangerous, dangerous way to think that happiness may never come. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to think like that. That's the point. Everything is already right here in front of you. Stop saying I'll be happy when.